بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ربنا ربنا لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك وعظيم سلطانك ربنا لك الحمد ولك الشكر لك الملك إليك يرجع الأمر ولا إله إلا الله ونصلي ونسلم ونبارك على محمد النبي الخاتم الأمين وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اتبعه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين We always start remembering the majesty of God, the owner, the possessor, the one and only. And we pray for blessings upon the Prophet of Allah and all the prophets before him and the family of the Prophet and the companions of the Prophet, and the successors of the Prophet, and all those that followed in piety and faith. As some of you might know, I have dedicated a big part of my life doing what I believe is a solemn and unwavering and an unequivocal Islamic obligation upon me as a Muslim. And that is to respect and to honor the dignity of human beings because Islam, my faith and yours, teaches us that the dignity of human beings and the dignity of all Allah's creatures comes before all else. Some of you might know that I am a law professor. And as a law professor, I have dedicated much of my life to fighting and combating and resisting the most egregious assault against the dignity of human beings. And that is the practice of torture. There is no greater injustice than when a human being tortures another. This is darkness, and darkness on earth will elicit nothing but darkness in the hereafter. When I look at the map of the Muslim world, 
It kills me. It breaks my heart that wherever I look, I find that the practice of torture, human being torturing another, is widespread, systematic, and persistent. Some Muslims believe that the prohibition against torture is something that belongs to international law or is a Western concept or is something that comes from the outside and not the inside, the innate Islamic culture. This is sad. And it is even sadder that there are Muslims who will support a leader and forgive the leader for the practice of torture. There are Muslims who will say, yes, Sisi in Egypt might practice torture, but it's okay because this is the way we, it's just a necessity. Or the practice of torture in Syria and they will overlook that fact. Or the practice of torture in Yemen, or they'll overlook that fact. Or the practice of torture in Saudi and or and they'll overlook this, that fact. If you do not acknowledge evil at a minimum in your heart, at a minimum in your heart, and you support any leader, any power, any authority, despite the practice of torture, then your Islam is defective. Because torture is kabira bin al-kabair. It's one of the major and most grave sins. Hisham bin Hakim bin Hizam, one of the companions, radiallahu anhu, was reported to be traveling in Sham. And he saw some people that were standing in the sun, and in some reports there was oils, oil poured on their heads. And they were standing in the sun. And bin Hizam said, who's normally known as Hisham bin Hakim, said, what is going on with these folks? And he was told, the governor, the wali, it is reported that this was the wali over Palestine, over Palestine, is punishing them because they haven't paid their dues, their taxes. And in some reports, it was non-Muslims who were being punished, they were Ahl Zimma, and it was because they haven't paid the jizya. And the companion, the Sahabi said, Something that should resonate in our hearts till today, differentiating between darkness and light for all those who are confused about darkness and light. He said, Ashhadu anni sami'atu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul 
ان الله يعذب الذين يعذبون الناس في الدنيا I bear witness that I heard the Prophet say, Allah has nothing but punishment, severe punishment, for those who torture human beings on earth. And as the report goes, when the governor heard that, he released the people being punished. I learned this hadith in my youth. When I was still 14, 15 years old, but it remained in my heart, igniting my past in my midlife or the end of life, whatever Allah wants. In Allah, yu'azibu al-ladina yu'azibuna al-nas fi dunya Allah has condemned torture. And those were people just punished by being, by being forced to stand in the sun. How about those who are tortured with electricity and violated and beaten and insulted? And yet, I wish that Muslims were at the forefront of fighting the practice of torture around the world. I wish they understood that this is an abomination, a blasphemy. <laughs> but when I work in this field, I mostly work with non-Muslims. And when I do find a Muslim, he's often a secular, non-practicing Muslim, who says, oh yeah, my parents were Muslim. Allah extends his mercy only to those who are merciful to others. Allah has dignified us. Allah has decreed mercy for us. Allah has prohibited torture. And if one of you doesn't think that torture is a fundamental moral paradigm, a grave sin, far more critical than what women wear, or how men and women mix, or whatever other issue that you might think is compelling. If one of you likes a leader, although that leader uses torture, then sin, a kabira. A major sin is in your heart. It is corrupting and defiling and fouling and disintegrating your soul as a human being so that you no longer can tell the difference between light and darkness. This is why Allah Subhana tells us, tells us وَكَذَلِكَ أَخْذُ رَبِّكَ إِذَا أَخَذَ قُرَى وَهِيَ ظَالِمًا إِنَّ أَخْذَهُ أَلِيمٌ شَدِيدٌ This is why Allah tells us 
that communities and nations that are unjust, because injustice is from the devil and justice is from Allah, that Allah has decreed a sunnah in the count. It's a part of the law of nature. Injustice leads to destruction. Injustice leads to destruction. Some of us has escaped Muslim countries and come to the United States to escape governments that use torture. Some of us are in the United States to make money and live a good life. In either case, I wish Muslims were at the forefront of ending the abomination and condemning the abomination of a human being torturing another. Among the methods of torture, my dear brothers and sisters, although you might not think of it this way, is sexual assault. Sexual assault sexual molestation, sexual harassment, is torture. It kills the soul of a human being. And it kills me when I see ignorant people react to something like the Kavanaugh Supreme Court Justice nomination, who is appointed to the Supreme Court, Ignorant people who say, well, if a woman accuses someone of sexual harassment, she must bring four witnesses, otherwise it doesn't concern us. Chasid, you have corrupted the, God, the law of God, you have corrupted Sharia and made it ugly and brought a bad name to Muslims. The law of four witnesses was decreed to protect the honor of people and especially women. It was not a license for sexual harassment and sexual assault. And again, sexual assault is a method of torture that you must be conscientious in condemning and know that sexual assault is not subject to the law, the law of evidence for zina. Sexual assault is a crime of hiraba, terrorism, hiraba. And in the crime of hiraba, we consider circumstantial evidence. I wish those who have not dedicated their life to the study of Sharia would mind their own business, raise their family, and stop talking about what they do not know. You don't learn Sharia in your pastime. You don't learn Sharia as a hobby. You don't learn Sharia by reading material on the net. You don't learn Sharia by taking six months and going somewhere. You learn Sharia by dedicating your entire life to the study of Sharia.
your entire life, decades of study. And after 30 years of study, you come to the conclusion that you know very little. And you're humbled. I wish those who are ignorant would realize that they will be held responsible before Allah for their ignorance and that they would mind their business, pay attention to their jobs, and leave Sharia for those who have studied it and dedicated their lives to studying it. Allah commands us, commands us to do justice and to do goodness and to be kind to our families and our relatives and prohibits us from doing what is ugly and unjust and inequitable. This is the guidance of Islam. This is the light of Islam. I remind myself and remind you of it because we will stand before a just God who will hold us accountable for our positions, our statements, our ignorance, our, even our knowledge and our actions. Our actions. اللهم يا رب العالمين اعفو عنا واغفر لنا واهدنا لأقرب من هذا رشدا اللهم اهدنا لأقرب من هذا رشدا واهدنا صراطا مستقيم واهدنا إلى العدل والقسطاس المقيم وانصر الإسلام وأعز المسلمين انصر الإسلام وأعز المسلمين انصر الإسلام وأعز المسلمين يا رب الله grant us guidance grant us light grant us the ability to see truth and justice for what it is and to stand by justice and truth and light and not betray your principles and your cause Allah guide Islam and guide Muslims to the glory and beauty of Islam so they may fulfill your covenant and your promise. Wa akum as